Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How's your day today? You've got another week down, and during the time of this recording, there is still a lot going on, even though people are supposed to limit what they are doing outside. We've been seeing it all over the news. People getting upset that they are stuck indoors, and they are starting to try to make a point. Other people are getting upset that those people aren't making a point and making the wrong point. It's getting heated. We see comments on the news, social media, face-to-face even, and at times it's not very pretty. So many people are passionate about what's been going on, what's been done or not being done. And while there is a lot of reforming, remaking, and reimagining, there's a lot of people who think they are doing the right thing. We are often living in the now. We are recognizing that this is uncomfortable, and it's understandable that not everyone is going to like it. I hear how now that this is going to be the new norm, or how when things are all over, we will come back out of our holes to either start fresh or go back to what we had done before all this. There are people who are going to be cautious going forward and even those who are already throwing caution to the wind. We have come to realize that this is a turning point in history, though. And might I remind you that before COVID, there were so many, so many times I heard that if we don't change our ways, our future is going to be grim. I've heard the reminders that we need to start thinking about what kind of world we're going to leave to the younger generation. Or maybe you are part of a younger generation and you are wondering what it's going to be like for you when you have kids or get older. Well, guess what? This has all come before us. The world has hurt us and it's helping us stop and reset. It's giving us an opportunity to make the difference we said would probably be very difficult to do. A lot of people said the idea of halting a world is just not possible. Well, voila! And as painful as it has been, we can take the time to open our eyes, close our mouths, and just listen, think, then plan. Earlier this year, I mentioned that this is the year of the vision, a 2020 vision. I believe it still is. Because with the world having to hit the pause button, we are now able to see more clearly what's before our eyes. We can see what's working, what was just a bandage on a bigger problem, and what really was just smoke and mirrors. We can learn a lot about ourselves during this time, and if you are getting angry or upset at something right now, well, now is the best time to learn about what is going on and help develop a plan to fix it. I see a lot of people actually doing that, and there is one group of people that I haven't spent much time talking about specifically. With almost every country around the world recording at least a case, 
The coronavirus disease has thrown many countries into an economic lockdown and at worst a state of health emergency. With our attentions tied to the statistics of the number of affected and recovered and our hope held by actions of government and healthcare workers, the good works of some younger generations around the world are going unnoticed during this hard time. So I wanted to share with you who some of these heroes are and what are their contributions as they continue to rise up to the challenges of the coronavirus pandemic. With some believing that, besides the tragedy of losing lives and means of livelihood, this generation of youths has lost its opportunity to contribute to the future of the world. But, in fact, they are finding purpose in these trying times. And this is inspiring others to hope and act in the process. It's like a new dimension of time discovered where things stop working, a time where things have to be done differently, a dimension where we must not socialize for safety from falling sick. It's a dimension of where we must not go to work so we don't fall sick. We should be alone in order to be safe, a time enveloped in fear. It's all new. It's all new to this generation, at least. Despite these things, the younger generations are still rising to the challenges they are faced with to make a difference. We can't deny that in dangerous times, times of uncertainty, misinformation has always proven to be costly. An example was the misinformation of chloroquine treating the coronavirus. One of the results of this falsehood in Nigeria, for example, was lots of patients being admitted to the hospital with chloroquine poisoning. 28-year-old Nelson Quage from South Sudan, who has a background in peacebuilding and tech, has made tackling misinformation his sole mission in this time. In order to tackle misinformation in South Sudan, Nelson helped create the hashtag 211check. It's a digital community of youths working in various fields, collaborating and fighting misinformation, while also raising awareness on COVID-19 prevention using the COVID-19SS hashtag. Their works so far have exposed false facts while also disputing unfounded cures or remedies and information that could either confuse or mislead the public. Thanks to Nelson and his band of brothers, truths are replacing lies in South Sudan. It also is no news that the coronavirus hits the elderly and those with compromised immune deficiencies. But Vittorio Figlio, a young leader of a Swiss Peserval scouts troop, made it known that he had a responsibility to help out, especially the elderly. Therefore, he took it upon himself to help those in need in Geneva. Vittorio and his fellow scouts have since taken it upon themselves to support the vulnerable in his community by minimizing the need of leaving their homes to risk exposure to the virus. Like the group I mentioned in an episode before called Invisible Hands, Vittorio worked with teams that were created amongst the scouts. These teams each had specific duties, such as handling email requests, making and taking phone calls, as well as having teams that supplied deliveries. While the scouts continue to carry out their generous mandate, their activities are greatly helping in the curbing of the disease, and also, the elderly in the community have proof that they are never forgotten. Another member of our younger generation took on helping those who are just doing what they do best and help others. I personally do appreciate 
all that our medical professionals do and recognize that it's sometimes easy for us to forget that medical professionals are humans too. Just like patients, they live, they love, they get sick, and of course, they also eat. And in Wuhan, China, you better believe it, that medical workers work for long hours, and it is almost impossible for them to get warm home-cooked meals when they have a break due to closed restaurants, which have been closed without being allowed to open at all. This inspired Xian Lu, a 24-year-old who decided to move to the city of Wuhan, volunteering to cook meals for the city's medical staff while neglecting the danger abound. Serving up to 400 meals a day, Xian has served over 20,000 meals in 40 days alone. And she earned the alias Raincoat Girl because of her attire while out in the city delivering warm home-cooked meals to the medical professionals in the city. She has since gone popular in her home country while becoming an inspiration to many around the globe. American author and activist Helen Keller said, It is not possible for civilization to flow backwards while there is youth in the world. Youth may be headstrong, but it will advance at allotted length. And while we continue to push forward with probably no real clue on what is going to happen, it doesn't mean that we won't know what we are doing. It means that we have an opportunity to open up our minds and we have a choice of how we are going to get where we want to go. And the generations that take on this world after us are the ones who will have guts, the energy, and drive to take this world there. As a father of two myself, I know I have done so much already, and they have yet to have a chance. But they are the ones who still have no fear. They will be standing up soon, or, of course, are already saying, this is my world, and this is the chance to make it right. Let's listen to them, and combined with our experience, we can help them make this world a better place. Because heck, this world will be their world next. So let's help them take care of it, so they can then do the same for the generations that come after them. I hope that puts things in a different perspective, and I hope it makes you think. If it does, I'd love to hear from you. So if you have stories you would like to share with me, and I would love to hear them, please send me a message by emailing me at mailbag at dosomethingnice.net or leave me a comment on the dosomethingnice.net website. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped put a smile on your face. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at Be a Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at Be a Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast at Do Something Nice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. I'd also like to give a shout out to a new social media platform that Do Something Nice has recently taken part of. I would encourage you to check out my new friends at Good Inks. Again, that's Good I-N-X, all one word. It is a new simple app you can get currently for Android through Google Play. Sorry, Apple users. But its sole purpose is to spread happiness in the world. Each week, you'll see posts from Do Something Nice that include the weekly quote mentioned in this show as well as other general positive posts, inspiring posts, posts that promote the environment, or posts that highlight places around the world that would bring a smile to your face. So check them out 
and sign up. Do something nice, and the show's music is produced by myself. And special thanks to Adateo Tawakalitu, who wrote the story for this week's episode. Part of our support also comes from listeners such as yourself. So if you love the show, like the design of the logo, or more importantly, love the message to do something nice for someone without being caught, you can officially enjoy it on our useful merchandise. Simply go to the dosomethingnice.net website and click on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. Finally, I want to say thank you so much for listening in. And remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care and stay safe.